I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Mikey. E stands for douche. I mean, <laughs> Captain Solanum. Yes, we are currently live at Captain Solanum's base of operations, hence why you may hear the wagging of tails and the occasional barking, yeah, growling, sniffling, as grumbling his faithful hounds are around. But we are continuing the show on the road. They should um, be good and tired, though. They hunted. Yes. They hunted today. Great. Um, and yeah, it is. Uh, we are kicking off Slender Month 2017. In um, May. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I need, to, I need to get these things, like, scheduled, okay? You just get a time machine, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we are here. To, so, yeah, we are here to... Uh, Discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Um, and for, yeah, Slender Month, the, the starting of Slender Month 2017, we're doing The Slender Man, a 2013 uh, feature film that came out around the same time as, like, the craze of Marble Hornets and all the Slender vlogs. Um, and if you're not familiar it. with Marble Hornets or Slender Man, check out our last episode. Check out our uh, last year's episodes in Slender Month. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Well, we have so far we have about eight accumulated. So yeah, um, Slenderman. I mean, it's kind of out of out of vogue right now. It's out of it's, it's passe because of certain unfortunate things that have happened. Oh, like those uh, those crazy bitches stabbing the other bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so there hasn't really been a whole lot of Slenderman in the last couple of years. Um, so basically, a lot of our like shows, the stuff, that, the content for the show that we've been doing for Slender Month has been kind of as of circa like four years ago. Yeah, and I mean, it would be pretty taboo for us to cover your own stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we never speak of that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, we're doing Slender Man uh, 2013, what I consider to be the rightful Marble Hornets feature length film. <laughs> But I will agree with you there. It did feel more true to actual Marble Hornets than uh, than the Marble always Hornet. watching, always watching. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, we'll just kind of dive into this one. Uh, it is by. Also, there was no dog death. Yeah, and that's always a good thing. Yes. Um, so yeah, this movie was made by AJ Meadows, uh, and it was kickstarted um, actually to get its funding. And yeah, it's basically a three parts. It's a three story. Um, there's three stories going on that are interconnected. There's um, th- this guy, uh, this father, who loses his son to Slenderman uh, right off the bat. Like goes, the kid oh, goes missing. That's the movie that we're doing. <laughs> are you serious? You can yeah. remember it? Yeah, I just clued in. Jesus. Okay. All right. Continue. <laughs> great. All right. Uh, then we're gonna do a great start. <laughs> I may or may not edit that. <laughs> Actually, I think I'll keep no, that. No, that's just saying. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, and basically over the course... And so we have that story of this, like, father trying to get his son back by doing some crazy rituals by, like... Or sacrificing other children to the Slender Man. Um, and him dropping off messages like, 
younger or older or something like uh, that. Older. Yeah. yeah. And then like uh, just like a like just giving him messages from his kids, supposedly like daddy or something like that. Yeah. And then. Uh, Oh, sorry. This is your recap. Sorry. No, it's fine. No, you can interrupt if you want. But yeah, so there's that story going on. There's um, these two siblings who I cannot remember their names, actually, now that I think about it. To be honest, I didn't even oh, catch Chase, their names. Chase Anders, and I believe... I should have my phone set to the... Uh, Julie? Or Julia? Or am I thinking of the magicians? I think it was. There's a I character there's a named chase. Julia in The Magicians. Uh, second, I'm actually pulling up the uh, cast. Holy shit, there's only like 16 people in this entire thing. Emma. Emma. Emma oh, and Chase was, Anders. Is a um, off. Emma is filming everything because she's trying to make a documentary for a college course or something like that. Uh, while they are going to their hometown to uh, basically bury their father and clean up his stuff because he's passed away and turns out that they find out that he was doing research on these missing kids uh, and uh, like as well as like some uh, as far back as like the 90s like when they were kids basically or when they were younger but also like later stuff or like more recent stuff Uh, and then we also have the story of this uh, detective um, who Specializes in like kid disappearances and stuff like that, and has been tracking down um, these missing kids that are possibly involved in something called a Slender Man. Like the some of the kids have like drawings prior to their disappearing. Um, so we got that going on. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so and they all kind of converge at some point or the other in the story. Um, like the kids contact uh, get contacted by the de- or contact the detective um, as part of their their father's research. Like he comes, uh, the the detective comes up and he's trying to find these kids. Meanwhile, we'll, we're literally getting footage of the the, fa- the the father from the original part of the story tr- kidnapping children and sacrificing them to Slenderman. And then he cuts wind that these kids are. Uh, Doing investigations of their own. Also, Slenderman seems to want have an interest in Chase Sanders, so he lures them to his house and his dilapidated house property that they have out in the wood boonies, um, out in the boonies. And um, basically, it all kind of converges there, where um, the guy is gun is taken out by the detective. However, um, as the uh, other the siblings like escape this place. Uh, Slenderman grabs Chase and then the detective rescues Emma and then it kind of all converts at the end where Emma is now back at, at dorm I guess seemingly unfazed by the disappearance of her of her brother um, oh also her brother apparently it was was one of the abducted children back in the 90s <clears> and, and that's why her fa- their father had all of that Slenderman research and kidnapping children stuff was because he did the same ritual that he did the same ritual did. that the new dad did which seems to imply that while Slenderman's willing to give up Chase he only waited until his father's death before he requested him back again yeah it's almost like a deal with the devil kind of thing yeah yeah um, so yeah he, the Emma's back at, at the dorms or at, back at college um, talking to her friends on like Facebook or Skype, kind of thing. Like, uh, like I, think, I think it's Twitch. It might be Twitch. Um, and her friends start noticing that there's somebody in her, in her closet. 
uh, behind her, but she can't see it except for the, throughout the, through the video. And then suddenly she just gets grabbed, and basically we watch her get sucked into the Slenderman realm and get eaten or slither, like something slimy like goes along her like face and stuff like that. She gets like yeah, that's one that I didn't get though. But I liked that like because it was like the creepy like it was like the, the creepy tentacle things that Slenderman gets, but it was yeah. actually kind of well done. Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely I f- better. I felt like the scene was well done. I I don't understand the motivation behind the scene. Yeah, like why? Because he had why, chase. Yeah, he had chase. Why was he after Emma too? Yeah, like there there That's seems greedy. to be no reason behind it. And yes, I totally understand. Slenderman is an otherworldly being. I'm not necessarily supposed to understand his reasons behind what he does. Yeah, but throughout this movie, they did. Uh, not explicitly, but they, they did imply that he has understandable motives by um, uh, the way that uh, that he writes messages to the fathers, older yeah. or Chase Anders, yeah. or you know this, that, the other thing, or uh, or the way that he um, um, possesses the guy at uh, some point. Because yeah, at some point, like, yeah, like the guy's like in a super depressive mode, and he's like talking to him uh, like telepathically, Slenderman to him. Uh, and then at some point, like when the guy, when the kids get to the house, he's like in his kid's old room, and then Slenderman kind of appears and then molests him with tentacles, and then he almost comes down the stairs like he's possessed by Slenderman. Yeah, like, purposely. He, he, it does appear to be like a possession thing. Yeah, um, which I'm perfectly cool with. But all uh, like all of these things seem to imply that Slenderman has a um, a psyche almost. Kind of similar to the way humans think. Yeah. And then there's this scene at the end where Emma gets taken, which means that none of his motivations that you kind of get the feeling for... Their, they broke their own rule just to yeah. get one final scare kind of thing. Yeah. And while the scene was really well done, I kind of felt like it, it did... It, it broke the way that the, the rest of the movie was, so it didn't feel right. Yeah. That said, that scene for me, makes that whole movie more like Marble Hornets. Yeah. Because Marble Hornets, Slenderman, you never understood. Mm -hmm. You have no understanding of this outer world being. Yeah, he's completely outsider entity. He's basically yeah. like it's he's he's treated like um, zombies are nowadays in like media law films and so that where they're just the weather. He's just a nat- he's a, he's a not a natural. He's an unnatural force that cannot be dis- uh, cannot be reasoned uh, with. Reasoned with or even like, and but you might be able to figure out his pattern, but that's about it. Uh, and even that's kind of susceptible. Like he's, he's he, we never like he doesn't show his motives at all. Yeah. Um, he just kind of stalks around homes or like abandoned places and brings in like filmmakers. <laughs> well, yeah, because like I mean, I mean um, even uh, like even when you look at uh, even when you look at this movie, um, the only people who are ever taken, with the exception of Chase and Emma, yeah, are children. Yeah. Okay, I can I. Which is actually, I can understand dark yeah. subject matter, but I can understand it's, actually, it's connected to the mythos too, like the or the original mythos of Slenderman too. So, but the the, the series <clears throat> always seems to reflect Slenderman starting out with taking um, uh, taking uh, a child, yeah, who still has a father. In are you talking about in the um, in, 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 in the movie in the Slenderman movie? Right? The first one that he takes. Still as a father. Yeah, and the father and the father is coerced into is coerced into sacrificing other people's children yeah. to Slenderman in order to get their own child back. Yeah. 
but then but then once the father once that father dies the the the, the, the child is reclaimed I guess maybe again like it, which, it which seems to like, make sense why you would take Chase but not why you would take why Emma. you would take Emma yeah like he didn't take Emma the first time as far as I could tell um, as far as it was descri- explained in the story in the the plot of the movie but um, yeah it, again it just seemed like oh well like one last loose end it was almost like maybe it was just like one last loose end kind of thing but then why didn't it take you know uh, the detective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why didn't we, exactly. Why didn't, why didn't we get like footage of him being taken too? So, And I mean, I, I suppose it's possible that he might have been taken, but... We just never found yeah, um, that footage. That, that wouldn't... That's not really valid because yeah. um, uh, we know that that, uh, that detective records fucking everything too. Yeah. So, why, Sorry, where's do I need to watch my language? No, God, no. Okay. <laughs> just checking. I, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. Yeah, no, this is a very... Yeah, for, uh... Sorry, any of you underage listeners who are like my freaking ears, Hell, uh, my virgin ears. Yeah, yeah no, we we're rape your ears. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not crash, not crash. Yeah, um, yeah, she might show up on the show if we do a. I, I kind of want to do a, a, a podcast series uh, called Conspiracy Crash Conspiracy. Called conspiracy Can crash. I Rape It? No, no, Conspiracy Crash. Okay, where we use it, he'll use crashes as uh, his misnomer or whatever. And basically, we just talk about conspiracies because he seems to know a lot about conspiracies. Yes, he does. And uh, I hope you have a very large time slot for that. Fridays, no. Because <laughs> uh, I can tell yeah, you. Oh, I know, yeah. I can tell you. I've gone out for a smoke with him before, and uh, we've come back with a six pack of beer and then sat in the gazebo at his place and just had a beer and a smoke, and he started talking about conspiracy theories and then the six pack's gone and half my pack is gone perfect speaking of which would you mind passing me a spice lace dust stick you want to buy me this or you want to sell your dust sticks I don't know thank you <laughs> anyways uh, back to the back to the story at hand, or the movie at hand so yeah to me this this story and that's basically the plot um, of the, the the story so yeah to me it feels like a better Marvel Hornets movie uh, or feature film than Always Watching was for a couple of reasons. First off, the set dressings, like the stormy forests, um, the dark night forests, uh, and the sub the suburbs and the derelict buildings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like I got like at the beginning of the movie, like when the movie's like like uh, title is basically going on in your and even like later on, they're just showing like stormy like trees like blowing in like a storm of some kind. It's very reminiscent to some see- some uh, some scenes in the actual Marvel Hornets series. Yeah. I think either in season one or season two when uh, Maskey or Hoodie are like walking around, like you just they're just it's not it's storming out and stuff like that. Um, there's also a lot of scene, and, and then to that, there's also a lot of scene setups that are similar, like um, that feel like they were inspired directly from Marvel Hornets, uh, like because that it came out around the same time as Marvel Hornets season one and season two were at least. So, like the part where like they're driving away from the school, and suddenly there's like they, they see the Slender Man, like just off the corner of the, the building much like the alleyway scene in Marvel Hornets or um, like scenes like that kind of stuff um, and film quality wise um, always watching for me felt like more like it was closer to uh, paranormal activity yeah. than a YouTube web series <clears throat> yes um, that said the audio in this movie could be so much better <laughs> Because of the screaming and the sharp noises that would happen, the audio was not edited in yeah, uh, well. What's, what's the name of your audio editor? Uh, Levelator. Okay. Or on Audacity. 
Oh, okay. So level eight, like it could, the audio levels had to be level, like they had to be leveled out. Oh no, I was more referring to the guy that you have. Oh yeah, Travis. Okay, yeah, yeah. They could really have benefited by like two hours of Travis's time. Yeah. That would actually probably have made him really good money. <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise, um, oh, another the good thing I liked about this show that uh, that also makes it feel more like Marvel Hornets and not always watching. No annoying romantic focus that causes drama. There's yeah. none of that in this movie. It's just an yeah. investigation. Just, just like Marvel Hornets. No awkward love triangle that like just kind of makes no sense and throws you off. Yeah. We don't even get that when a, when a female character is introduced in Marvel Hornets. No. Which I was... I, I, I mean, was there's a little refer- bit of a... Uh, there's a little there's, bit of an interest there. But it's more or less like they're just tr- also trying to find out what the hell's going on more than like trying to hook up. Yeah. And that's kind of what I appreciated about that because... I just I'm, I'm sick and tired of Hollywood romance like romance things going and thrown into a horror movie. Thank you, thank you, Arwen and uh, Aragorn. They did you ever read the books? I heard about the fact that uh, that is not really a thing. Well, like, it, they, they are it's a there. Thing. It is there, but it's not. A, but it's like a, a couple of sentences here and there. Well, I mean, it's kind of like it's like. It's kind of like the thing that people have about Lord of the Rings or how Tolkien writes, like, and then the team, the, the Fellowship was accosted by a group of 300 orcs. After they defeated the orcs, Aragorn saw a blade of grass that reminded him of a song. And then we get ten pages of song after that, like, three pa- pa- like sentences or paragraphs of a fight. So it's just like, what? Like, it's just Tolkien's, like, focus. And stuff well, like, and that, yeah. that, is, that is definitely blown way out of proportion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it, yeah. But no, like... Yeah, the the whole Aragorn and Arwen thing was definitely kind of one of the, the a bad like uh, perpetrator of that trope. Yeah. Well, I mean that the, the love story between uh, well, I, that's not the story we're talking about today. Yeah, so no, yeah. get a little sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing uh, uh, Ring Morris goes to the movies, which actually that might be a good episode, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Anyways, um, for you Patreon uh, folks, hey, check. I'll, I'll have to Hold adopt a. I have to adopt a whole new uh, persona for that. Oh, jeez. I guess the wizard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> for the audience at home, this is like the one time the review cultist gets me to not be a wizard. Yeah. Um, so, um, also, another thing I liked about the show, this movie, discount Vin Diesel. <laughs> And yeah. I say that if, as Bill uh, Bill Finkbrenner is the actor's name. Uh, he plays uh, Detective Kyle Hudson, which also is just a badass name too, like for a character. Detective Though Kyle. really, he shouldn't be Detective Kyle Hus- Hudson. He should be Kyle Hudson PI. Yeah, because he's not a cop. He's he's a, a private, private investigator. investigator. Yeah, that just deals with that kind of stuff. Or they could have called him a dick. Yeah. And that's an apt term, not not a reflection of him being some kind of a jerk. Yeah. Which he does which he not... Is, he is not a jerk at all. No, he seems like a really nice guy who just happens to have a, a, a Beretta 92 in the car. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the physique of Vin Diesel. And the physique of Vin Diesel. Also the hair of Vin Diesel. <laughs> like, As we say, discount filled Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's a pretty awesome character in this. Like, he knows his shit. Although, did we... Uh, do we have an issue with his like when he like when he was like brought the gun out, put the like old head cam thing going, and like was at the door? Like he was actually pretty like like knocked on the door and then held held off to the side. Um, or is I that... I didn't have a huge issue with the way he was covering 
Like, uh, with, with the way he was... He seemed like he'd been trained with a gun. But, uh, oh, uh, the flashlight was weird. Yeah, it was like almost it was, like a... It was a box flashlight. It was a mini box one, yeah, too. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a really weird flashlight to have been carrying. But that said, I mean, it's, it's an emergency light for the car. Yeah. So I, I don't understand why a PI who does operate at night wouldn't have a, a proper mag light or something. Yeah, you'd think he'd have like that, um, but... Uh, he was working with what he had available, and, you know, if, if all you've got... <laughs> and, uh, and by that we mean, you know, the, the, the film crew was working with what they had available, which, I mean, they could have shilled in for a, for a mag light. Yeah, or, or even just was, any sort of directional flashlight yeah, like that. because they did make a pretty... They, I think they made, like, 75000 or something like that on Kickstarter. And which, they certainly didn't spend it on audio editing. No... Yeah, no that that would have helped because the screaming at the end, especially when when Emma starts screaming, it's just like and then there's the there's muttering in the background and there's no subtitles. Oh yeah, and we tried. And you use the YouTube auto subtitles to try to to try to correct that, and it helps. It helps you figure out what they're saying, but the subtitles are not right, and yeah. you can kind of figure it out based on context. But a lot of what's being said is just cut out entirely by her screaming. Yeah. Um... So another thing I liked about the sh- this thing is a lot of like a lot of things I like about this. Um, I really love the concept around this, this version of the Slenderman, a belief entity powered by blood sacrifice that does kind of share some of the it, and it also kind of no, uses. No, no, sorry. I, I think you. I think uh, I don't. The phrasing that you use there, I think, is off. Okay. Because it's not a blood sacrifice. I guess so. It's sacrifice. It is it is human sacrifice. sacrifice, but it, it but it seems more like he's presenting a live person. Yeah, to be to be eaten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not really blood sacrifice, but yeah, like that whole like this entity of like and they even described it in the show in the in the in the movie, it is a creature of of imagination, like childhood belief and terror, from like some ancient German like folklore that. Um, sacrifices were made to make it more to bring close the summit into this world kind of thing. I really dig that concept. Um, yeah, just absolutely love it. I didn't like how shoehorned in that exposition was with his wife or girlfriend or whatever or, she is. or advisor. I, I, think, I think I think there's they probably a girlfriend thing. Discount going on. Vin Diesel. Clearly, she's not resisting his charms. No, clearly not. Okay. There was so, none of that, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say like, that yeah. that's probably his female counterpart of yeah. some sort. Like, she, yeah, because he, he talks to her on the phone about it, and then, like, when he, like, right near the end, like, before he goes off to the house to help the kids, he parks into her, her driveway. Uh, she's coming out to see him. She's like, oh, yeah, how's it going? How you? Oh, yeah, so I have all these things, and, and just goes on, like, really and quickly like, and rushed. No, I'm in a hurry. Okay, well, I just need to finish my story. Yeah. My, my clear tale. And, like, uh, that that was part of the problem that I had is that she tells this outlandish tale yeah. about the Slender Man and, he, and believes, he believes it. Like he's wholeheartedly believing it. Like I know that he he might have like had some like inklings of like something weird is happening, but he's a private investigator. He's not a Call of Cthulhu yeah, investigator. He, he deals in fact. He's not. He's not a. Uh, as far I mean, a mythos is, investigator. Is, is, unless he is off camera, in which case, where is that movie series? Yes. Yeah. Discount Vin Diesel in <laughs> Mythos Hunter. I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that, watch that or, TV or, uh, Too Fast, Too Mythos. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to hell for that. Um, 
to Mythos to Furiosa. So Mad Max. Sorry, the Mythos. Yeah. So oh God, I would lo- I would I would watch that movie in a heartbeat. Anyway, sorry, too fast, too furious. That's what I was going for. Fury. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. The, the uh, All right. Um, yeah, that could have been parsed a lot better. The whole exposition, um, or just delivered better, because it's it, it seemed it, like it, it was a very very rushed. forced, very shoehorned, and largely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, because yeah, okay, she's telling this story. It actually like it gives it gives a little bit of backstory to what's going on for you, the viewer. But you, the viewer, also has a fair idea of what's going on because you've got similar back like you've got a fair bit of backstory from just watching the other videos. Yeah, and um, it, it it seems largely redundant. Like, like I mean, cause he's, he mentions stuff about it like on the drive. I guess to her place. Yeah. So she didn't like it. Kind of <clears throat> didn't have to be. I, I'm I, I'm glad we got some exposition like that because I like that idea. But it needs to be parsed or like it, it. It was one of those parts that was probably like a rushed thing because of the uh, the budget or something like that, or they were in a hurry to get something done. But in the in the grand scheme of things, yeah. that scene could have been cut out of the movie entirely, and you wouldn't have missed it. Yeah. Yeah. It could have, yeah, the, the her, his drive, like, her, him calling on the phone and driving to the house would have been uh, enough. They yeah. didn't have to have that scene at all. And really, it felt like it. <laughs> that said, I mean, for, for you, like, I, I mean, I know you appreciated the backstory being thrown in there. All right, I can, I can appreciate it for the fact that somebody else will appreciate it, but... For the me, delivery wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I appreciate it, but the delivery's not great. And then you could have just done without it. Yeah. To make yeah, like I do agree, like the story the movie would have been a lot better without it. Uh, not not even necessarily a lot better. It just the movie could have done without it. Easy. Yeah. Um another thing I have with this is that the acting in this movie is good in spots, but more often than not, it's a tad silly. Um, or just like really kind of like again forced like the, the rushed forced uh, like acting of the of the uh, woman that's giving exposition mm-hmm. um, a lot sometimes some of the acting with the uh, uh, between Emma and um, and Chase yeah um, a little bit of Vin, discount Vin Diesel but that's because he honestly seems to be channeling Vin Diesel <laughs> and that, that's it's that's kind of okay. but uh, other, but there are spots that are like are generally like fun for me like to watch and some of that. Um, like I think the dad actually is probably the best actor in this. Yeah, to be honest, like, I, I, like when he's like, "Hey, yeah, can you find? A, uh, like, we're looking for my for our dog as he's gone away, and like as he's like luring this kid oh, in." Oh god, that yeah, was like that was... that was really creepy, but really effective. Like like oh man, and like oh shucks, darn it! Like he's done this before, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, or um, or um, uh, uh, the the only part of his acting that I didn't really like was when Chase and Emma show up at his house. And he oh, yeah. opens the door that, well, and... because at the point he's possessed, right? Yes, but I felt the acting was poor. Yeah. He's just like, come on. Yeah, I, I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell yeah, you exactly just come on inside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Just, just yeah, come on inside. I'll tell you about it. Right? Yeah, yeah you, you, you just about. need to know about the Slender Come on inside. And it's like, he... I, I feel like he was forcing that too much. Yeah. And as somebody who, as you're watching the movie, is good at manipulating people, like, even if it's just children... Um, when you say it, the way that he was phrasing things, the more he said it, the more leery I would have been yeah. on going on entering. I'd be like, the house. no, yeah, no. This that is- also just sounds like a ba- seems like a bad idea. But then again, a horror movie 
protagonists. Well, <laughs> but, and, and, and that's not an excuse, but it's like it's, well, a, and it's a trope. That's the other thing, like okay, horror movie protagonists always make poor decisions, but they're not always illogical decisions. Yeah. Like, the, the whole thing where, um, okay, there's an intruder in your house and somebody runs upstairs. I get it to a point, because you're trying to put the most amount of distance and the most obstacles between you and your intruder. Yeah. Stairs are an obstacle. I get it. It doesn't actually make sense when you're thinking about it logically. Because you're suddenly trapping yourself upstairs. Yeah, but that's when you're thinking about it logically. Pragmatically, it doesn't make sense to do it. But in the heat of the moment when it's fight or flight, if your flight's kicking in, then you're going to run uphill. Yeah. Because it's more difficult for them to follow uphill. Also, you have the high ground. And but Star Wars proved it. Yeah. You can't win, Anakin. I mean... Yeah, if that, if that intruder tries to jump over you, you can just zap, uh, cut off their headlights with the lightsaber. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, the acting's good in spots, but more often than not, it's kind of silly. Uh, also, yeah, uh, the uh, when Chase is, like, stabbed, he's like, oh, oh, God, it feels so bad. And then he, like, bends over to get the camera, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're still hurting. That, you, that I would not want to, like, bend over at all if I had a gut. No, no. If I if I had a gut wound, I don't think, and that's the other thing. I don't think I'd be going for the camera at this point anyway. Yeah, because all I mean the they, they do give the excuse of why do you have the camera? It's like, well, we need the for the light. It's like, uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, and that, okay, that's the other thing. Uh, another mistake that's commonly made in in movies when you think about it pragmatically that light is also making you easier to spot easier to follow so why are you bringing a light yeah yeah to to see you're trying to steal around yeah yeah. you're trying to escape trying to survive you don't bring like you you if you bring a light you bring something that's easily turned on and off exactly yeah but you know that's that's just another personal pragmatic thing. That's not necessarily something you think about if you're just trying to escape. Yeah. Um, another thing is the um, so yeah we have we have the video camera like the ca- video camera from the from the dad. We have this the detective that videotapes all his stuff for like uh, posterity and for his uh, his cases and stuff like that to look back on. And then we have Chase's and Emma's uh, footage and stuff like that. And then we also have the, the father's. Um, House uh, security camera, I guess, in the, on the porch. Yeah, inside the house itself. Who compiled all this? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I, I, and like the the ending. Like, we leave off with like again recorded footage of a Skype thing, Skype call, with uh, and then suddenly Slenderman like basically like pops onto all the screens and just like does one final like ha ha hi. Um, so maybe Slenderman. <laughs> One of these days they're going to do Splinter Man. <laughs> but uh, maybe, for, maybe for April Fool's next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I guess maybe Slender Man <laughs> compiled this movie? Or it's just like, I, it's, a, it's the failing of a lot of, um, or it's not the failing, but it's, it's the, the issue a lot of people have with found footage films. Like, The Last Exorcist was a, big, was a bad one for that. Okay. Where it's just like, who's, who, like, the cult clearly killed everybody. Spoilers. Um... Like killed the camera crew, killed like oh that was the basically uncovering their satanic cult, and like demon child, baby and demons uh, summoning. Did the cult like make this uh, compile this this movie and put it out there for somebody to find? Okay, 
Like, yeah, it's the same kind of thing with this. Who exactly, like, was it the detective, maybe? I will, well, that might have been. Maybe maybe the detective's still, like, investigating, and that's why we don't see him at the end of the movie. Yeah? Is that he's taking all the footage, like, basically one of those kids, uh, yeah, it could be that. I can, uh, you know what, I, uh, I, I'm okay with it now, I can accept that. Maybe it yeah. was the detective. I hope so, because, again, like... Again, that said, how would he have got the, uh, the Twitch file? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, actually, a lot of, well, if it's Twitch, then actually that could be, uh, worked in, because a lot of Twitch, uh, people, um, record their, their videos, or they have the option to record your Twitch, uh, videos. Okay. So that might come into play. Yeah, but he didn't really seem like an ultra computer savvy. No, guy. He, he was really like low to analog. Yeah, a lot of analog video uh, footage. Like, like GoPro, I think was the best thing he had on his on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, we've talked about the uh, like like the acting being poor and like the issues with the camera, like who 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 compiled. I will it. say at least that was one thing that um, always watching did well. Oh, like getting they that? They tied it up at the end tied, with yeah. uh, the camera going to... Um, Another person? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or oh, no, 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 it was, it was backtracking it was to where they got yeah. the camera from. Yeah. Yeah, because basically we were watching that. Marble in that Hornets. movie, we were watching it in reverse, basically. Yeah. Because like, the last one, the first one, the first thing we saw in the video was the latest content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I liked, the uh, something that's kind of ridiculous, like something that had the advert, like the uh, reverse effect of the acting for me with this was the visual effects for Slenderman. I felt like the original, like the as this movie went on, the effects for Slenderman got better and better. Like the first one, like when the what, it was a weird like passing like shadow over like the field that the uh, guy who, when the dad goes running for his son, and then when we see Slenderman for the first time like pop up behind, in front of the uh, the kid in the corner, it was it to me. I saw that I was like. <laughs> That clearly looked like a like Photoshop, just like grow uh, animation or something of like a two D image. Okay, but I that one doesn't really stand out for me. Okay, um, <clears throat> with the with the shadow passing, yeah, I actually really appreciated that because I kind of felt like it was uh, because there was distance and line of sight block- blockage to Slenderman himself. The okay. effects were lessened on the camera. Okay, so I actually really appreciated that. Um, and I did kind of feel like the special effects were a lot more of a throwback to yeah. uh, to Marble Hornets in general. They played more with the with with some um, uh, the, with the distortion with the distortion and and audio and video failings. And I, I actually really liked that. I, it's a, one of the things that I always liked about the Slender videos was that the the, the video always fucks up when he's present. Yeah, and. And while, that's the indicator. And um, that's kind of the indicator, but it also adds to the creep factor because it means that you're not seeing anything clearly. Yeah, it, yeah it's the um, uh, Travis from The Drunk, the Ugly, and Matt, I think, uh, to a degree, have brought up that like the reason why found footage films are so effective is that they are an unbiased um, uh, observer. That And so when you fuck with that, like with found footage film or with a slender vlog, um, that's part of the creep factor for some people is that like the, um, the suddenly the um, this um, perfect observer get, is getting fuckled with. Yeah, and so therefore, like suddenly, like you can't trust a, a trustworthy uh, source. I, I think it's more like uh, for me, it's more that this is this is my point of view. Yeah, and I trust my eyes, and this camera is my eyes into this world. Yeah. So when the when when my eyes are being fucked with. And I can't trust them. Well, we're like we're human beings. We rely on our vision. What yeah. 
80, 80%, <laughs> where 80% yep. vision-based and then 20% everything else. I, I'm not a dog. I don't rely on my smell and my hearing to 40% of my capabilities, right? Like, yeah. my vision is my all. Yeah, so, you, so that's... And when the along, vision, in when terms the, of media, that's basically what we consume a lot more. Yeah, and when the uh, when the uh, video goes distorted and I can't see clearly what, what it is that I'm up against... You're suddenly, like, focusing more, like, what's going on. Yeah. And then it's also giving you dread. It, it, it makes makes up the it dread more, a little bit. Yeah, it like, makes it more intense. It adds that level of dread. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I like that word, that the, the use of the word dread there. That was excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I, 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 actually, I kind of slightly revoked my thing about because the shadow thing was, was okay um, to a degree. I Just that first time we see Slenderman, I, I, it was kind of the first impression we get of, of, for the effects of this movie. And it was really not, for me, it was really not well done. The rest of the movie, though, they seem to use an actual person in a suit or at least at least have... Maybe even like some kind of like guy on a green screen that they visualize they they add in or something like that. Well, and um, okay, I hear what you're saying. Mm. the The first usage of Slenderman doesn't really stand out for me personally. Yeah. So I, I really can't say to so, that. Well, yeah, and we have been that. watching a lot of other Slender stuff lately. Yeah. So um, as a result, I, I I'm not sure entirely which ones are which. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, like, th- this one, like, again, like, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and he slams the door at, right uh, right after you see the, the Slender Man just kind of, like, pop up, arms stretched out, like, to grab the child, uh, to, like, embrace the child, but it's almost like a 2D image, suddenly just, like, expanding up under, above, in front, behind the child. Yeah. And then, um, later on, though, we get, like, um, again, like, there's a Slender Man at a corner of a school, um, you can see him and actually they, they do some inf- some interesting stuff because uh, the guy is um, in a chair with a with a TV in this in, in view and you can see there's a fig if you look uh, if you look off to the TV as he's kind of just bubbling and like drinking his woes away and talking to something off screen you see in the ca- in the reflection of the uh, TV Slender Man is there uh, like on the other side of the camera yeah and I was like yeah. oh that's really effective and then even again like as we go on in the movie like when he like summons out of the out of the, the out of the floor with all the tentacles, that's actually a really well done scene. It's CGI, clearly, but it's a well done one. And then when um, it grabs Emma and drags him, her into the closet, despite that's just what, well done. Yeah, despite what we may have about that scene not making a whole lot of sense, the effects are kind of. I think they're almost practical. There's some of them are practical in that, um, like with the slimy like tentacle on the one per- on the face, and then. Um, again, even just like a, a, sta- a, a traditional Slenderman person coming out of a out of a closet or coming out of a doorway, like that's always yeah. Like, no, really I have no complaints about how effective that scene. It's was. It's just it doesn't make it any sense. Yeah, didn't make any sense. Also, I think there was a scene either when um, or when when uh, Chase is taken or when Emma is taken, where we see the Slenderman eating somebody. Well, okay, and that's like, like bent down and like like in somebody's bo- guts. That's that's oh yes I yes. remember like seeing a scene of that in the movie yeah or was that the show no no it was in the it was in the movie it was in the movie yeah. okay yeah yeah it wasn't in any of our, it has yeah, many of the definitely watching, so. definitely eating somebody's inner and I think that was again like maybe that I think that I, I thought that was Chase or possibly Emma he was eating for some reason um, but it makes no sense again like oh the Emma thing doesn't make any sense but. Like again, like he, and it's like you said before, like he sacri- people are these people are being sacrificed to be eaten by him. Okay, and, and there's actually another thing that I, I wanted to point out about that end scene. 
Slenderman never takes anybody who's unaware of his presence. Yeah, but he's there. You're right, because he, like, um, when, they he were, takes, when they were doing he the race, only he takes you face to face. Yeah, because there's Except also... for Emma. Um, yeah, because there's a scene where, um... He snuck up behind her and dragged her into the closet, and she that's didn't true. see him there. They also did the same, uh, well, and they also did an effective scene where he shows up when they're uh, doing research on her, on the, the, on the, uh, the computer, and they get that knock on the window from the guy outside who's trying to stalk around, and they put the camera around, like, oh, man, what, uh, it's like, oh, what's going on? And then one of them moves slightly, and he's behind them. Yeah, and yeah. then but like that, yeah, like he didn't get taken because it seemed like uh, they were kind of mixing um, how Slenderman is perceived in this in the show in the movie because sometimes like she looked back and she couldn't see him in the in the closet, but the video was showing that he was there. But then there's scenes where you clearly he's clearly being seen in real life, like without a camera. Yeah, so it was kind of a weird like juxtaposition of like when he was actually being perceived. Through a camera or through not, because I know they do the same thing. They did the same thing with uh, always watching. Like he can only really be seen through the camera. Yes, and I, I don't have a problem with them doing it that way, or yeah. or being able to see him in real life like they do. And what's that one that we've been watching? Uh, Dark Harvest. Dark Harvest, yeah. where you can actually see. I'm I'm cool with that too, but I I, I like generally speaking. Like, I'm thinking back to all the times that he he took people in those like. He, when he takes the kids, the kids can see him. Can they? Because he's usually they're he's they're blindfolded uh, when the when they're brought into that room, and then I don't know we don't know what happened to Danny, uh, the, okay. the first kid, the uh, the dad. The reason why the dad's doing all this is, is I, I guess Danny. that's fair. Just I guess that's Danny. fair. But in gen- generally speaking, in most of these uh, in most of these um, um, programs that you watch, when Slenderman appears. Um, he he doesn't take you when your back is to him. Yeah, he he wants you to confront him. Like yeah. he wants he wants to see you when he or like you get him. It's usually that confrontation that that actually gets you killed. Yeah. <laughs> Except when you know you're Tim and you just like <laughs> you just power through you just it, bra it all up, but just like or, come at um, me, bro. Or uh, when you're um, uh, Jay and you actually go and touch him. Yeah. Or just, yeah, or just charge him. <laughs> Or yeah, yeah. When you when they just when you, when you the, fail your sand check and you your fight or flight and you choose fight and just ram into him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's that's one. Um, oh, Tim, yeah. my hero. Oh, Marble Hornets. That's honestly all I have for this one in terms of notes. To be so. honest, I think we've I think we've covered. The, yeah. the big bases on it, like as far as I'm concerned, like uh, even with the, the the problems that we've mentioned, it's it's definitely a win. If you're if you're a slender fan, then absolutely this one is definitely one to watch. Also, it's a good. It is actually it's a it's a movie. It's a full length movie, so it's about like an hour and a half or so, and it's still kind of a slow burn, like Marble Hornets. Yeah, not. I mean, it's it's slow burn for a movie. Yeah, it, it so, definitely like, it, burns. It gets the faster, ball rolling a little bit, but, but yeah, it's not until the last like. What twenty minutes, half an hour of the movie that, that things there's really... action and there's like, oh, but it's not like and full. Even blown the action is is more 
running and hiding. Yeah, because the kids are running and hiding, running like go, again climbing through like derelict buildings, like in Marble Hornets. Yeah. Um, the 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 investigator is literally doing like more of a, like a like tactical like hunt for this guy after he yeah. gets pulled out of gun. It's definitely an FPS perspective, but um, but it's he fires one bullet. Yeah, and <laughs> makes it count. Yes, yes, it definitely um, counts. But he he only needs to yeah, and the then ones. and then the characters get attacked by Slenderman and. He grabs uh, Emma um, and gets her in the car. I thought for sure when he started the car, when he was starting the car that we were going to get a scene of like him looking through the wind through the the front window shield and Slender might oh, would just be there. In okay, the sorry. Another problem that I had with the movie. Okay. When Chase gets taken, yeah, and Emma's there, and Emma Dro- drops to the, the ground. Cam- oh, uh, yeah. drops the camera, drops to the ground. The detective shows up. And says he's gone. Let's go. Yeah, like how, how do you, know, do you that? know that? Yeah, he just kind of he just you just got here. Your camera did not see him get taken. Yeah, so you did not see that's, him get taken. That's kind of a glaring. So bottle. there is, as far as you're concerned, Chase should still be in those woods. Yeah, you've actually you have actually seen no evidence of Slenderman actually that existing. Might yeah, I think that is. Definitely a glaring plot hole. <laughs> yeah, just, no, in the writing just picked movie. it up now. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember like comment, like thinking about that when I first when I watched it. I was like, but again, it didn't pass me or it didn't catch. I guess. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's pretty good. But right, so, even still, yeah, even still, excellently, like a very well done. For the but for the budget for the budget that. for the and for and for the con uh, the the subject matter yeah like when you're looking at um, um, uh, slender vlogs yeah none of them are high production value no they're all done by like college kids video yeah. film film students amateurs people that uh, have a camera <laughs> and let's face it people you get what you pay for yeah but and actually slender- as far as that's concerned. Um, this movie, I I wouldn't have paid to see it in the theater, but when it hit the $5 DVD bin, I'd have probably picked it up. Well, um, the movie itself is actually on YouTube for free. I know. Uh, and by, no, yeah, yeah, but by, a, by, by the, the filmmakers. Oh. Um, it's not just like, oh, somebody like tossed it on, as far as I can tell, anyway. And it's also on, like, you can buy a Blu-ray or, uh, I think a DVD of it, um... If you contact them through their Kickstarter page, like because it was all successful, so you just go through that. Yeah, no, it would have to be the convenience it of the five dollar DVD yeah. bin. I don't. I'd honestly. I'd honestly consider buying it just to own it. But I'm kind of a completionist when it comes to like found footage stuff. Well, and I, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind supporting uh, supporting uh, um, independent work as long as it's reasonably entertaining, which this one definitely was. Yeah. Um, and as long as it's not, you know, too far out of my way to do it. Yeah, fair. And in this case, you know, actually going through their Kickstarter page, opening a... Um, or contacting them to see if I can Contacting get it. them to see about getting it, then getting a uh, PayPal account so that I could actually pay yeah. them to get it. Yeah, no, that's far too All much right, work. Or you just watch it on YouTube. But I will happily watch it on YouTube and get them extra views. Yeah. All right. Heck, I will even watch it from multiple IP addresses. <laughs> Just to get them those. Just to get them the extra views. Nice. All right. Um, so basically, your recommendations are yes, go check yeah, this out. It's yeah. on YouTube. You might as well go check it out. If you've checked out, if you have an hour and a half and you like slender vlogs, you'll probably like this movie. If, if you part. want, like, I don't suggest this one as your first slender. No. Maybe if, if you're a fan of Marble Hornets, 
If you're a fan of Marble Hornets, um, for and you sure. Want that kind of, and you want that kind of feel, check this as out. If you liked Marble Hornets and you were uh, disappointed with um, always, um, watching. always Watching, you felt that it wasn't very Marble Hornets-y, then check this one out. It feels like a better actual sequel. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um... All right. Well, that was this week's episode, uh, the first uh, first episode of Slender Month 2017. So, if you liked what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below, wherever this gets posted. Uh, you can check us out at uh, YouTube, Facebook, Tumblr, um, QB6, Patreon, if you'd like to support us. Um, we're on iTunes, so leave us a review or a rating. Every little bit helps. Uh, I'm at Review Cultist on Twitter. Captain Slam does not have a Twitter, as far as I can tell. No, no Twitter. I don't twit. It's tweet, but okay. Twit. It's <laughs> anyway. twitting. Because they call it hashtag, uh, not a pound sign. All right. The twits. Okay. Um, there goes our entire Twitter audience. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, anyway. Both um, of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, you can also leave us uh, suggestions on uh, email. So go to aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. And yeah, leave us a suggestion for any creep pastas you'd like us to discuss on the show uh, or slender vlogs. Um, and you can check out the title cards for each episode on the YouTube channel uh, through the video format or on the Tumblr site, crazonstudios.tumblr.com, where you can check out all the title cards for each episode. Um, and if you feel like back uh, supporting us uh, through, you know, financial means, uh, go to Patreon and uh, look up El Dente Rigamortis, and we usually have some extra content there, some back behind-the-scenes stuff or um, extra, just bonus episodes. Or our D&D games. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Monster of the Week, mostly. Oh, really? Oh, the Monster of the Week ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't know any of them had posted yet. Yeah, uh, actual the uh, actual play rigor mortis ones, uh, or is what they're, I'm calling them. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've actually got a couple likes from our patrons. Also, if you are a patron of the show, I don't say this enough. Thank you for basically paying for our hosting bills. <laughs> and if any of you use Twitter, I'm sorry about the jab. And that's heartfelt. I'm sure. <laughs> kind of is. They support you. Yeah. I, I like people who support this stuff, even if I'm not on it very often. Yeah, we need to work on that a little bit. Yeah, but maybe I'm like the the champagne, you know? You don't want Some it every champagne. day. The champagne. Champagne. <laughs> Kept in a fragile container. Oh God! There's a there's a story later on this this month for us uh, uh, called a slender night, and you can only find it on um, uh, as a reading on YouTube, and the guy misspells um, or mispronounces a German city that's spelled Cologne but he says Cologne I'm just like so he does it like like Christopher Walken does in that SNL skit I, I to be perfectly honest when I was in high school I was uh, basically sleeping through my uh, my science oh my one science class with uh uh, it doesn't matter who the yeah. teacher was, but um, he had me read, and I my brain was just on autopilot. So I started reading this paragraph, and I pronounced Domino, 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 <laughs> and then everybody started laughing. I was like, "What's so funny?" And they're like, "Domino," 
And then I rewrite a paragraph, and I was like, oh, fuck, domino effect. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Captain Salanum. Because, you know, I made them call me that in high school, too, apparently. So, yeah, and that's the, so that's this week's episode. So, um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Captain Salanum. And this has been Al Dente Rigor Mortis, Slender Month 2017. Sleep away. Sleep away. Try to run. Slender man, slender man, to him it's part of the fun. Slender man, slender man, dressed in darkest suit and tie. Slender man, slender man, you most certainly will die. at Captain Selenum's uh, base of operations. <laughs> Hence why we have dogs everywhere. <sighs> All right. Well, they they keep the place well warded from Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty they're a pretty big staple in like Lovecraft and um, Are they? Yeah, we, oh, well, I mean, there's a couple of stories where uh, a guy basically just uses, like, keeps going back into town to get more. <laughs> Makes me wonder um, how well they would fare against uh, against old Slendy. Um, actually, a couple of sh- a couple of series do have dogs uh, like reacting to uh, to being sl- uh, to the Slender Stock. Uh, the one I'm doing with Mikey, the Sense for Evil, is um, 
uh, actually um, uh, the first one I saw where I was like, oh, that's why uh, why Gamer in Yellow is um, or my my one of my one dogs um, is actually. Um, afraid of him now for some reason because remember when we did that Slenderman uh, video like back in 2011 or whatever or however long it was mm-hmm. suddenly uh, Jersey stopped uh, being like amicable to him oh. and I was and I, after I watched that episode that show about uh, like for the first the first time around I was like oh that's why he's Slender stalked 